Welcome to Observe and Retort. Hi. Where we bring you the news you missed this fortnight for a second time in a row. I'm sorry. We're sorry, okay? It's Shocking. all just happening at once. Shocking. You know? Can you tell the people why? Uh, well, <laughs> so it's been a lot. I've had a lot of interviews and a lot of assignments and shit, and I was so fucking overwhelmed, and I was... I... I I had nothing to give, but now it's all, that's that. And it was so close today that we couldn't record because David sent me <laughs> a text. Like, um, all the power went out and uh, none of our, what was the thing? Fuses. The fuses don't work and uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> but here we are, bitch, you did it. Yes. Or Kat did it, I don't know. My My girlfriend fixed it. She's a champ. Um, so we're going to bring you the best news that you probably didn't hear from week mm. 24, 24 and 25. And 25. Yeah, we are almost halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. We almost have an anniversary. I'm not sure when, but I'm pretty sure it's... I mean, it must I be mean, pretty soon. Yeah. We should probably check that out. <laughs> when was the first episode posted? We're on like episode know. 47 or something. Yeah. But we have, of course, we've merged a few weeks. I'm not exactly sure how many. Mm. And how many weeks are there in a year? 52? 52. So. Okay. Well, we're getting there. It was actually Jens who pointed it out. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> not thought about it at all should we just give yens the podcast like <laughs> he's so invested and we're like Buff, nah, nah. <laughs> anyway let's get this fucker rolling isn't that what they said was that aggressive and weird i was i mean it was very pronounced weird the f in the I, world i didn't know what i was gonna say and i was like "Ooh, fucker or weird work. for you because i feel like that was <laughs> weird but i'm not sure i'd qualify it as weird for you ah, that's fair that's a good point i'll take it do you want me to go first i go first hit it i'm i don't i've changed a little bit about the headline because uh choices it's called no wait no, wait, fuck it. Fuck teasers. Okay, let's just do this. <laughs> we skipped straight past the teasers. Yeah, let's just get to it. Uh, Dutch con man captured by sex workers after ripping off Colombian tourism business. Yeah. I, have you heard anything about this? I have absolutely not. Have you heard about the name... Bert? <laughs> this is very American. Uh, the... Not the name, but the way I'm going to say it. Bernio, they want to say Verhagen, probably Verhagen, because it's like Dutch, I don't know. Like, it's probably a little You can't just cough and throat. pretend that you're Verhagen. speaking Dutch. Verhagen, Verhagen. What? <laughs> Two things. One, you can't just cough and pretend you're speaking Dutch. Two. Aw, boo. Oh, Two. We have an agreement. We're just committing to names. We're just saying them. <laughs> We're saying them with confidence. The, you okay. know, the thing is, I have so many options and I just want to give all just, of them because maybe then one of them sounds a little more like the right thing than whatever else I'm going with. We're just 
simple rule. We commit. Mm. We Let's call one. him Barney Awa. Barney Awa. That's, that's his name. <laughs> Barney Awa. Barney Awa. Barney. Great. Awa. That's his name. <laughs> that's. Really, he's an asshole. Let's get to it. Uh, <laughs> so he is a 27-year-old Dutch citizen who has made a career out of basically scamming several European and African soccer teams. And he, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm impressed. <laughs> I've not heard Sounds about great. <laughs> and he does this by basically having fake agents uh, who sell him as a professional player. And people are like, oh, that's great. We'll take him. I've heard about a few. There's a French guy who did this. There's okay. a Brazilian guy, but I've never heard about this one. Okay. He sounds young as well. Like the other ones, uh, a little bit like it was earlier in the world. Time moves forward. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that it does. So actually, fun fact about this guy. In 2020, he scammed his way to a contract with the Danish soccer club Vibo FF. Nice job. <laughs> so... The club realized that the emails were uh, like a fraud because the email address that they were in contact with ended on co instead of co.uk. Yeah. And I'm thinking, is it co? Isn't isn't it com? No, is it co? It's co. Okay, I have no idea about emails. <laughs> Go on. Maybe when I get a job, I'll I'll learn. Okay. <laughs> Hire me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, on November 26th, I'm pretty sure that's 2020, the club terminated uh, Bernio's uh, contract and reported uh, the case to the police, and then he was arrested the same day. In December, though, uh, he managed to escape custody during transportation to court in Holstebro. And, like... Hours later, he was found in a basement somewhere in the town. Okay. <laughs> yeah, super random. Um, and he was then found guilty of assault, of robbery, illegal coercion, threats, and escaping police, and sentenced to 15 months in prison for the crimes, all before uh, being handed additional sentencing for fraud. So he's done some shit. He also had to pay 15,000 kona to... Um, Vibo FF, uh, and that's like 20, no, 2,000 euros. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure he's been banned from Denmark now. Like, <laughs> he's not really allowed to come back. The thing is, he has a, a child with a woman in Ranas. Of course, so, it's yeah. Ranas. Yeah. Ranas, the mm. Uttar Pradesh of Denmark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, t- that's so true. Uh, Oh my god. Rana's is a lovely place. And Have every you been? time I've been, it's been lovely to okay. me. I've been once. Ooh. You talk funny. There's a firefighter training center there that has a full size train to practice train derailments. It's very wow. exciting. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, they got that going, which is nice. Yeah. Hmm. Also. Yeah. Defending Ranners. Some Chinese billionaire thinks it's so beautiful that they've built a duplicate of it 
in China. Oh yeah, that's true. What the fuck is that? Fuck knows why. I mean, look, <laughs> I'll defend Rana's somewhat, but it's fucking but it's crazy a... to rebuild. Yeah. No, it's really nothing special at all. Mm. For it's our non-Danish listeners, Rana's is a generic small town. Yeah, not that close to anything. Known for a funny way of pronouncing certain things and um, kind of being kind of a, well, in Denmark, we say Brian with like the guys who love cars and is kind of not the smartest and, and just like toxic masculinity. Kind of, I don't know, but we have plenty of those towns in Denmark. I am from one of those towns. Absolutely. Anyway, let's talk about this fucker. Yes. So his life as a grifter was going pretty good uh, as he arrived in Cartagena. <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, early in the month. And he was like in the hotels and yachts and restaurants and just like, uh, you know, using this created image as a European soccer star to gain people's confidence and... Like, he was pretending to pay with fake electronics and wire transfers. Uh, you know, that, oh, that it might take a few days to clear, though. <laughs> you know, it's international, so it, it might take just a little little time. Of course. Mm. To Kevin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you guys can hear a bell in the background, that's yeah, a that's Danish ice cream ice truck. Cream <laughs> truck. <laughs> Apologies. Yeah, sorry about it. The Be grateful are closed, that we are I, sacrificing I ourselves by what? not having ice cream. Yeah, now I'm sad. Instead, we're sharing news with you. So yeah, I'm boiling in my living room with the windows closed. So, ooh, there will be no fucking noise. And here comes the ice cream truck and basically mocking me <laughs> for everything. It's great. I'm great. It's fine. So, in Katek... Mm, no, Cartagena? Yeah, that, let's call it that. There There's was a two... climate change agreement that was signed in Cartagena. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. That my boss was, my old boss was involved in negotiating. So I have heard that said properly maybe 300 times. And yet I still <laughs> just couldn't say no. that I was remotely close. Mm-hmm. But you know what I can do? Say that I'm wrong. Say it with (laughs) confidence. (laughs) And then basically no one will know. I will practice on that. I will practice (laughs) on that. Oh, oh. Big dick energy. If I could have one wish. (laughs) Okay. So in the case of two Cartagena victims alone, it would be about 20 million Colombian uh, Colombian pesos, which is more than like 4,500 euros. Um, How long yeah. was he there? I am not sure. Not, lo- not long, like for barely a month, I would say. I, I'm pretty sure. Because, I mean, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. For a short period of time. Yeah. It's not that long. How are we how are we calculating this? Are they saying like what says, he promised? Uh, he arrived here earlier this month, as this article yeah, is okay. written. So yeah, 
Um, so sex workers in this city had also been scammed. Uh, he was arrested there, but then let go again as police said that they didn't really have enough to, you know, hold him there for. So they let him go. But was like, if anybody finds any dirt on this guy, you know, call us. You know? Uh, so the thing he does is that he basically, you know, skips town uh, before any of the people he victimizes can catch up with him. So the police arrested Bernio in one of the hippest seaside resorts in Colombia. For some reason, I have... Like, just, copy pasted that in there um and the thing is so how he got caught was because he got into trouble with some sex workers that he hired uh and when he couldn't come up with the cash the sex workers became pretty fucking angry and hostile and called out on a crowd of basically bystanders to you know help them get some motherfucking justice over this asshole and police quickly appeared and um, basically had to save him from this angry mob <laughs> that the sex workers had organized. Wow. And when the police then checked his background, then they saw he was convicted in Denmark for fraud and assault of a Chilean woman and all the robbery and threats and all that bullshit. Um, and the, a little fun fact is that the sex workers got to keep all the personal belongings that they had stripped from him <laughs> during the, the uh, altercation you know just for a little compensation for you you know buy something nice and like it's just nice you know i mean i would say they deserve it that's the least they can fucking do <laughs> oh god this asshole so wow. yeah now he's in custody uh and um Yes, the Netherlands issued a red notice for his capture and then was, you know, uh, take, he was taken back into custody. And he's now being held in Cartagena and will be processed for extradition to face charges for scams he perpetrated in Europe and Africa. So he has like a long list of yeah. shit he's been doing. And, uh, you know, I, I was researching this was a little bit of a, a end side note. Um because I was reading the Danish articles because, of course, we have a few because yeah. we got scammed. <laughs> uh, and it, it was from April this year. And uh, it says, like, is Bernio, this guy, blah, blah, dead? Question mark. <laughs> because apparently some guy who claimed to be his brother contacted BT, the newspaper in Denmark, uh, not the well, one of the newspapers, um, and he said that uh, that his brother was dead. Oh, rest in peace, man. Yeah, that's devastating. Sucks, man. That's uh, that's tough. <laughs> but the thing is, so they were like, "Sure, dude, cool, 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 cool." And then they talked to the ex-girlfriend, you know, the woman that he was terrible to, and yeah, yeah, and all that. Um, and she told BT that it was a fucking lie. <laughs> he you know, he, that he was actually where she was in Chile at this point uh, and was now calling himself Elias and basically stalking her. Lovely. And she was terrified. Mm -hmm. So it's great. Great. Just a great dude all around, really. Yeah. Uh, but the brother, quotation marks, 
said that no no he he had taken his own life and that the body was in Bolivia and oh, oh also he left a note he <laughs> left a little note saying that uh, the brother you know just send should send some files to the sports section of BT uh, oh yeah the files that had damning audio recordings that proved that Vipo if if was involved with match fixing you know rigging the games wow yeah 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 and like they asked um <laughs> they asked Vipo if if like oh what's your comment on this and i can't i can't um translate this perfectly cuz it was in danish but they announced with a kind of exhausted grin <laughs> i would say it was the closest <laughs> translation i could get um that they will not be spending any more energy on this guy and there are no comments <laughs> on these allegations honey no sweetie stop it uh, so bt also talked to his actual sister like actual sister bianca lopez and okay. she hadn't heard anything about her brother being dead and just said that she didn't believe it because he has done this multiple times. So, <laughs> you know, also little little thing also is that he has absolutely no contact with his brother at all. So, mm, okay, mm, yeah. So just a, yeah, just a fun guy. It's an exciting life. Yeah, yeah. He uh he he went for it. He was like, I'm gonna get it all. Damn it. Ah, it was just funny when I read that he was in Denmark. Like, I don't even remember. I don't remember this kind of thing at all. But also because I guess whenever I hear the word football, I just zone out. So maybe it was around and I was like, uh, I'm going to look over here. You know, so. I also I feel like you read the international news more than you read the Danish news. Yeah, that's. Like I bring Danish stories. <laughs> that's that you're true. Then like, what? Oh, What's happening in my country? <laughs> oh my god, tell me all about it. You know so much more about Denmark than I do. It's kind of frightening a little bit. Oh my god. Well, you know, I have to pass tests on Denmark to stay here, so maybe that's why. Mm. Yes. Does sound like something that might just might have an impact on that. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But this reminds me, so as I said, I remember that there's a Brazilian player who I can't remember, but also a French player or not player because all of these people were shit. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. They were so aggressively mediocre and shit. But back in like the 70s, there was a Brazilian player who did exactly this and he got loads of contracts, like successful contracts. Okay. Where when he arrived, he would was... then just make friends. He wasn't like an active con man. Because he got real contracts and he was always in the squad and he made friends with everyone. And they were just like, well, yeah, it turns out after we've agreed to pay him three years of money, oh he's God. really shit. But he's a really nice guy and he brings a lot <laughs> to the table. So, And then he would just use that to get signed team oh after God, team after team. Oh my God, I'm going to do with my career. I'm just going to befriend people so hard that they're going to feel bad for firing me. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, so I sound like that's a new plan, but I guess it is just my subconsciousness that is al always this, like, no, just make them like you so they, you know, they won't notice. <laughs> yeah. Uh... And then 
this French guy. Yes. Fun. It's good stuff. It's universal, not universal. Mm. It's mm. Uh, closer to universal than it should be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this French guy who actually is relatively recent. He's now. I remember. I don't know if this was last year. Um, but he pretended to be a footballer, and he did things like, uh, get onto the pitch at PSG, the main team in Paris, the huge team in Paris. Okay. Um, wearing a kit and take a photo of himself, and then he put it onto player sites and onto forums and things, so that it looked as if he was actually a player. He'd, he'd get a picture of himself in kit on the pitch, on the real pitch, and then be like, "Well, how would I be a player if I was stood here on the pitch in kit?" <laughs> and then he managed what? to use this to. He kept trying to get signed by all sorts and clubs kept rejecting him. Uh, eventually, he was about to be signed uh, by a team in, I can't remember, I think it was Bulgaria. Okay. And they were literally about to sign him when fans of the team, it had already been announced but hadn't signed the contract, and fans of the team went on to a Paris Saint-Germain fan forum and said, we don't know anything about this guy. Is he any good? Mm. And the actual fans of PSG went, oh, he's never played for us. He's just a weirdo that just turns up and pretends. And then the fans contacted their team and said, uh, this guy's a fraud. Oh don't my God. That's how he got caught? <laughs> yeah, he was this close to getting a deal for £15,000 a month. I just... It wow. was... All right. It was Just, Sophia, wow. yeah, uh, Damn. In, in Bulgaria, and now, anyway, Talk the reason why that I it. particularly bring, other than it being similar, is what he does now is he's set up instead of pretending to be an agent for himself, mm -hmm. he's set up an agency and he said hey i was always a shit footballer and i still managed to get signed so if you're a decent footballer imagine what kind of deal i can get you and now he's a sports agent and he just uses his scamming skills to get real footballers great deals oh, my god wait no so they're actually good or he's just learning like he's no, teaching he's, them how to scam no he's finding actually good players in lower leagues and then saying, I can get you, a, like, I was able to get someone himself who was incapable of playing football, really good deals. So if you're actually pretty good, imagine the deal that I can get you. Is he white? <laughs> I. Because then I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. That... I, I do they just not let know. him fucking go. <laughs> like, but sure. he didn't, I mean, he didn't commit fraud like your guy did he didn't steal no i guess not but then again like where's the line <laughs> if you're shit <laughs> if you're shit and you know it and you're like oh give me like pay me just to be here that is that is money that is not you know well but then again fuck. Them. i've they met a lot of like... people in the professional world who also, <laughs> have, have got contracts why don't that... they test them like why don't they have them play a little bit before well, most like, I'm most so teams do but if you're really desperate to get a signing and you're like, this is the opportunity. And people can trick you into not doing a test. 
Like, if there's a really great... Okay, Zlatan, the Swedish player, when he was young, and he's famous for being horribly arrogant or entertainingly arrogant, depending on is, your is opinion. Is the of guy him. who starts with the set? Yeah, Zlatan. Okay. Ibrahimovic. Sultan, let's call him that. No. Anyway... <laughs> He was asked to do a trial at Arsenal when he was a young player. Okay. And he said, Zlatan doesn't do trials. And he was such a good player that he was probably worth them going, fuck it, okay. But they okay. refused and they were like, well, we're not going to sign you without a trial. So if you're a smaller team and you suddenly have an opportunity to sign what seems to be a really good player, yeah. then you might just try and rush things through and get their signature on the dotted line before... You've realized, oh, he's never kicked a football before. <laughs> oh my god. Well, th go for it, yeah. Live your dreams. So, what I am trying to say to your dear I've forgotten his name and but <laughs> your dear Bernie Bernie Owo, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm making it Nigerian. Um anyway. Well he's like what's it called? Tsunami? No, what's it called? Suriname? Suriname. Suriname. I don't know if that... I'm saying that right either. Again, we just Damn commit. It. I wrote down the pronunciation somewhere. No, it's gone. He should use his skills for good. If you're that good a con man, you can be that good a salesman. So fucking stop stealing from sex workers and start stealing. Yeah, could you not? From business. Yes. See, <laughs> now let's get into that. <laughs> Speaking of stealing from business... Ooh, what a segue! Are you ready? Because you know that I love to explain unnecessarily complex financial instruments on this podcast. You yes. ready for, for another GameStop? You ready Let for another... Let me just have a little bit of water. <laughs> Some eye drops. Okay, let's go. So, yeah. for this story, this story came from the independent journalist, Amy Castor, who's done really amazing work on her website. Cool. And yes, I recognize that independent journalist is basically a very fancy way of saying blogger. But, but the quality and anyway. detail in her research deserves the title. Absolutely. Journalist. I don't know her, but I, I believe you. Um... <laughs> And on the podcast, I have talked a little bit about crypto before. I talked yes. a few weeks ago, I don't know, it's some relatively recently about the power plant in New York that was being converted to mine Bitcoin. I do remember that. Um, this week, I want to talk about something called stable coins. So, okay, there's lots of different types of coins or cryptocurrencies yes. in the world. Mm. As I said last time, there's now thousands of them. And some of them are just the standard coins. Some of them are called shit coins. So those are jokes. They are very quickly made nonsense that's funny, like Dogecoin, yeah. which has become huge. That's a shit coin. It doesn't have any value at all. It doesn't do anything good. It's just funny. Okay. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Stable coins are meant to be the exact opposite of that. In that a normal crypto coin, like Bitcoin, is highly volatile. It goes up and down. You can make shit tons of money from it. Mm. But it does have 
theoretically something behind it of worth and then shit coins are just nonsense and funny and they can go up and down in value but they're not based on anything specific stable coins are meant to be incredibly stable okay so they're meant to provide a an alternative to the huge volatility of bitcoin or doge or anything else so what that makes them really useful for i'm gonna you know build up what that makes them really useful for is converting normal money into crypto and there's okay. a whole bunch of different ways that these coins stable coins can work i want to talk about tether and tether is tether. really really simple we'll see not saying the whole story is simple mm. there will be some points where maybe you need to say uh excuse me sir what the fuck but... <laughs> great thank you good 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 and do that freely but the very basic concept of tether is that it is tethered linked to the us dollar so the us dollar usually shortened to usd you give one of those to tether mm -hmm. they give you a tether this bit's going to be a bit confusing because both the company is called tether and the co coin is but i'll try and be specific so they give you a tether coin and there you go that's it now clearly because you gave them a dollar that tether coin is worth one one dollar i did it <laughs> yes yeah god we need like am i a <laughs> genius david <laughs> some would say yes uh don't listen to them no, do. Please do. So that's smart. the idea of a stable coin is something that would stay incredibly stable. And then you could use that as a secure base for instead of Bitcoin goes up and down mm -hmm. a lot. And so if you have money in Bitcoin, you are suddenly at risk of its wild volatility. Maybe you don't want to keep cash for various reasons because you're heavily in the crypto space but you do want to keep something that's at its level so okay. that's why you would buy tether and okay. what that makes it really really useful for is buying bitcoin if i have one dollar and i want to buy bitcoin that can be a little complex if mm. i want to buy one tether that's nice and simple if i want to go from one tether to one bitcoin that's also relatively simple okay so how does that so how much would you give for that how much tether is in a Bitcoin? Does that make well, any that, sense? That, that changes constantly. So if I just very oh, yeah, quickly okay. Google Bitcoin price, but it's going to have changed from, it's giving me it in Krona. So that's not going to be helpful for a lot of the listeners. Of what could you tell me? It is 203,000 Krona. One Bitcoin. Bitcoin's worth a lot. Jesus. Mother of Abraham. What? That is 32,000 American dollars, which bear in mind earlier in the year, it was 60,000 American dollars. At the very start of the year, or not this year, at the start of, or a, one year ago, mm -hmm. it was worth 9,000. Earlier in this year, it was Damn. worth 6,000. Right now, it's worth 30,000. So, oh, as one? I said, Bitcoin. But didn't you just... Oh, you're saying dollars. Dollars. Right. Okay, okay. Or tethers, because tether is always worth exactly one dollar. Yes. Full circle. What a great moment for all of us. 
<laughs> now, as we speak, there are just over 64 billion tethers in existence. That means that Tether theoretically has been given $64 billion. Yeah. And they exchanged it for that. Just for reference, just so you know, might become relevant later. Mm. Bernie Madoff, the famous Ponzi scheme guy who lost billions, his Ponzi scheme was worth $64.8 billion. It's pretty convenient for me that we happen to be recording today because Tether's growing rapidly and that $64 billion is is just coincidence. In a week's time, that will probably Tether will probably have $70 billion. Oh, damn. Anyway. Uh, as I said, the whole idea of Tether is that they have exactly, you give them $1 and they have $1 and then you can know that it's safe. Yeah. For years, that's what they've said. They've consistently said, we have $1 for every single Tether coin mm. we have achieved. And that makes people feel secure. It makes yeah. people feel like they're dealing with a bank. Yeah. And that's what they said for years and years and years. But now... And then back in March 2019, so this is some time ago, they suddenly changed their website. Hmm. And they changed the claim from it's one-to-one backed with USD reserves, meaning like they have that physical dollar, to say 100% backed by reserves in general, not specifying whether it was actual dollars or something else. Okay. I promise I'll explain how, what that means. <laughs> I'm sure I'm just very intrigued. So instead of... Uh, actually having the money they could have something else they could have bitcoin that accounted for it and remember bitcoin is or crazy or bananas or anything it could literally be anything uh-huh. but that's the whole point the problem is that bananas rot and bitcoin goes crazy yeah. whereas dollars stay dollars yes so if you're intending to be a stable coin and you've gone and bought a billion bananas and you say, don't worry, we have in reserve just as much as we have coins and it turns out it's actually all in bananas, then four weeks later, you've got a lot of shit and you don't have anything fucking worthwhile left. <laughs> yes. So them changing what they've said for years and years and years suddenly makes it look like maybe they aren't the safe and secure investment or tool that they seem to be. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the point where Tether fans and crypto fans are very aggressive. I don't think we have any because I didn't get abuse for the previous time that I spoke about crypto. <laughs> but <laughs> where they would start screaming because what they would point out is that what Tether the company is doing... Mm -hmm is no different from what a central bank does. Oh. And that's kind of true. When the US Federal Reserve thinks more money should enter the system, they just print more money. They go, this is what's best, so we're going to print more money. Okay. That money in itself isn't linked to anything. It's just an economist has said, we think this is best for the economy, so we're going to make some more. Hmm. The difference, obviously, here is that this is a single company having the opportunity to print money out of thin air. Yeah. 
They can just say, I've created a tether and it's got a dollar attached to it. They have a printing press for money out of fucking nothing. And then they admitted, oh, it is out of nothing. They didn't say that directly, but they said, oh, it's not what we said it was for years, which makes people think maybe it's just out of nothing. And there's more evidence for that coming in a moment. (laughs) It's the greatest fucking scam in history. It's wonderful. Like... I am confused. Also because I would love to say that I fully understand. I can just perfectly explain to people how this works, but I will I have a feeling I will be forever confused about this. So I because how does it just get created and out and, and the mining I don't I I get the Yeah. No, don't don't no, we don't have to. No. <laughs> we already did a whole episode. And you you talk about it beautifully and my brain is so bad at like going, Oh, oh, okay. okay. Let's well, remember this. We'll, goes, we'll, <laughs> we'll see if know. things begin to make more sense as I keep explaining things. So So what is the scam? No, what is like what did so they just they So they tell you you know, I'll, I'll explain a little bit more about how this isn't, ex- how, like, the comparison to the US government, and then I'll repeat exactly how it works. Okay. So, the dollar, when an economist says, hey, we're going to print more money, the dollar itself is worth something based on trust in the US government. So, like, as you know, the, the price of the dollar versus euros mm-hmm. changes all the time. Yeah. And that's based on how much people think euros are worth and how much people think dollars are worth Mm -hmm. and that thought is based on the fact that the dollar is made by the u.s government and the euro is made by the eu and the collection of national governments right tether are doing the same thing but they're not the u.s government so they're saying this is worth exactly the same as one dollar and you guys should totally trust us and we're really great and everyone's agreeing with them and giving the money because it's based on that. And they're going, cool. And as long as you can keep doing that without anyone checking, you can right. just make money out of nothing. I could write you a note that says this is worth 10 billion. And as long as you believe me, then it's still <gasps> oh worth God, 10 billion. Uh, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> How did you get those? Yeah, you should ask questions. It's a good idea. And then the uh, okay, just one quick other thing, because I know if we have any big crypto fans that they'll feel feelings. Again, Jens will be delighted. Okay. (laughs) The other thing that Tether fans, and we shouldn't say crypto fans because most people in the space hate Tether as well. But the other thing would say that it's the same as just a bank. Your bank right now, I don't know who you bank with. Let's just assume Danske Bank because they're pieces of shit. So... (laughs) Oh, God, I'm just... Why did I associate this podcast with my real name? Um, so, <laughs> so banks do this. <laughs> Just commit banks. to it. Just commit. It's fine. It's fine. You can tell them that I made you. <laughs> she tricked me into saying mean <laughs> things about Danske Bank. Uh, I do love doing that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so... You could also compare, instead of comparing it to the US government, you could compare it to a bank. And banks do do the same thing in that they don't have, and you're going to just regret it as soon as I said do twice. Like, I was going to say, if you've got 
money in the bank, but then I just I can also predict another joke following immediately. Imagine you had money in the bank. Right. Could you imagine? That'd be crazy. <laughs> My bank account would be like, what? <laughs> what? It's the Let me try a different angle. <laughs> Your dad's got some money in the bank. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Let's assume it's Danske Bank. They don't actually have that money ready and waiting just for him. They're doing a whole bunch of stuff with it. They're investing it elsewhere. That's the whole thing. It's called fractional reserves. So they only keep a certain amount, whether it's 50% or 10%. They are not... If everyone in Denmark today went and took their money out, it wouldn't be cash. It would be... But they wouldn't be able to get it out because Danske Bank just doesn't have that money because they're doing shit with it. Yeah, well... And sort of Tether's doing the same thing. They're telling you, oh, we've got this money and it's totally safe. But (laughs) in reality, there's less. The difference between Tether and a bank is one, banks are highly regulated. Two, banks are transparent about the reserves that they have and how they hold them. They're telling you directly where it is. Three, banks are backed by the government. So if all their money disappears... The government will bail them out. Mm. And four, banks are untrustworthy as fuck. So if we're using Danske Bank as like an example of good practice Mm -mm. for your radical, new, wonderful banking system, (laughs) then it's like saying Harold Shipman's a great example of a doctor. Who? A British serial killer who killed loads of old people when he was... I should know that. You're into true crime, right? Harold Shipman? Yeah. Okay. He would kill old people uh, so that people didn't notice, and he killed, like, hundreds. Oh, there are so many of those. Yeah. Oh, wait, are they not doing a documentary a documentary on him? No? I don't know. Okay. But if you're a nurse and you're saying, well, Harold Shipman did this, then <laughs> yeah, it's probably yeah. not a great... You want to call somebody. Anyway, so... In summary, this means that everything, all of this money, this 70 or soon to be 70 billion dollars. Right. Is all about how much we trust Tether. And Tether only has 13 employees. Mm. Making it the most valuable company in the world on a per employee basis. Do you think they all wear this like little cute jacket that has like tethers on the back and they're all like, oh my God, tether. They all changed their Twitter profile pictures to put laser eyes on their pictures, which is really fucking culty. Yeah, I was and just going to say, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what? What, what the fuck do these laser eyes mean? Anyway, we'll come back to that because it's going to be relevant in part two. We'll um, probably find out next year in some special episode about what happened to that tether It's going to be weirdly relevant. Mm. So, uh, yeah, in summary, basically, <laughs> Tether has also just lied all the fucking time. They lied about who they were owned by. They were... People kept saying it seems like they're owned by this crypto exchange called mm-hmm. Bitfinex. And a crypto exchange is basically like the shop in which you would buy crypto. Like it's the stock market itself. And then the coins are the products in that shop or the stocks that you would buy. Right. So if both of those are the same company, then that starts to get a bit messy mm-hmm. because 
the shop could lie to you about, oh, this essential thing costs X when we buy it. Mm-hmm. And they could be lying the whole time and you right. don't know. So you want those two to yeah. be separate. And so that's why Tether told us for years, we are nothing to do with Bitfinex. We just happen to use the same banks until the Panama Papers came out, which you may remember, with all the rich people dodging, dodging taxes. Mm. And surprise, surprise, Tether and Bitfinex were both in the Panama Papers huh. and their owners happened to have exactly the same names. What? That is wild. Were they wearing the same outfit as well? I know. And they all had laser eyes. No. After years and years of saying, we are absolutely not the same company. We just happen to use the same bank. Wow. It's really like a parent trap moment where they see each other at camp. (laughs) It's wild. Yeah. (laughs) I bet that was a fun day. (laughs) I love a good parent trap reference. Ah, It's the best. Who doesn't love that? I really feel like that's what you need when going deep into fucking fractional reserves. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I'm here, baby. <laughs> and then, yeah, as I said, there they used to always say, oh, we have a one-to-one dollar-to-tether coin relationship. Mm-hmm. Their latest filings, which are, I can tell you, incredibly fucking confusing, almost intentionally confusing, like they're trying to hide the reality. Oh, no. But if you look through it and you look real carefully, you can eventually work out that instead of the 100% reserves of dollars that they said, Mm -hmm. they actually have, and I'm going to need a little drum roll here, 3%. (laughs) No. So that 70 bit or 64 billion... I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't Google yeah. this in advance. What's, what's 3% of 64 billion? I'm not going to get, <laughs> get in contact with us. I'm just showing still, how bad my math skill is. Really where they still want a moment, but not I'm what just... you want it to be. And that's where this entire fucking thing could just be a giant scam that oh, you have. Yeah. Okay. So that's oh, yeah. crazy. That's wild. What that means, let's to repeat, I promised I would. That means you give, if I'm Tether, you give me a dollar. Uh I make up a tether coin out of thin air and I give it to you in return. You can be certain that that's worth a dollar because you gave me one for it, right? So that's clear. Right, yeah. It's a little digital IOU. It's a promise. And when you come back to me and say, hey, I want my dollar back, I'm going to need to give it to you. Mm -hmm. Or whoever now owns that tether coin is going to want that dollar back. And you come back and it turns out, oh shit, I only actually have 3% of that. Whether it gets... (laughs) Funny story. Um, Where this has a much bigger... So if that was just like Bernie Madoff and that was you, then we'd be talking about people losing 70 billion and that would be a shame, but it wouldn't be like world changing. Mm -hmm. World changing is a big thing, but you know. (laughs) It would be a huge scandal if this all falls on itself. But what's the added layer... On top of that is that people used that coin, this fake money that I, as Tether, have just made up out of nowhere to buy ah, Bitcoin. It's tether. Right, right. And then <laughs> the price of Bitcoin has gone up massively in the last year. Uh-huh. You, you yes, s- I remember okay. that. I remember, remember that? we just talked about that. <laughs> yeah. 
I really and then have other to innocent people have been like, holy shit, Bitcoin's worth loads. I best put my money in. And mm. it's all nonsense. It's built on fake money. It's not just mm-hmm. built on fake money, but part of it is fake money that's rapidly shooting up the price. Mm-hmm. Which means that the impact of Tether collapsing wouldn't be losing 70 billion. It would be loads of real money that's been thrown after this fake money mm-hmm. would suddenly disappear into <gasps> nothing. Ooh. Now that would be that's enough of a story. That's not guaranteed to happen, but you know, tether collapse tether could collapse and it would just be tether. It's highly likely because it's so linked into all of the rest of crypto that crypto would collapse as well. And mm. that would be an interesting story in itself. I considered that last week. What is more crazy than this financial scam is you might have heard over the last month the president of El Salvador talked about making Bitcoin legal tender in his country. Did you see okay. that? Did you not mention that or something? I might have. I don't okay, know. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, what that means is that as long as companies in El Salvador have the technological capacity to accept Bitcoin, they have to. Mm-hmm. The same way that I go into a shop, they need to take my krona. I could go into the kiosk down the road and they would have to take my Bitcoin as long as they were technologically capable of doing it. That is crazy. That's huge. Like that's such a big thing for crypto Mm -hmm. being normal, becoming like dollars or euros or anything. Going mainstream. Yeah, it was super exciting for the crypto world. And that is all apparently, it's now come out in the last month, built on Tether rather than built on Bitcoin. I'm going to keep this in very simple terms. <laughs> because, you know... We appreciate it. <laughs> time is running. Uh-huh. But, basically, a huge amount of money for El Salvador, the country, comes in from El Salvadorians who've left. They send money home, and they fund their families that they, mm. you know... And the president of El Salvador is trying to push all of that money that comes in to go into Tether first. Okay. And then go into Bitcoin. I have okay. very much simplified this because, as I said, Tether is useful at converting from one to another. Yeah. Because it's stable and it's, you know, standard. Mm-hmm. So, let me just jump to the summary. (laughs) (laughs) You had like five summaries. (laughs) So, um, no, I just look. This is uh, what this (laughs) means is that an entire country has bought into a, or the leadership of a country has bought in to a crazy scam that is probably going to collapse. So firstly, like a sketchy as fuck company is creating money out of thin air. Or or if it's not a scam, which is possible, the only other option is they are so incompetent and untransparent (laughs) that they have to constantly lie about where the money comes from because they're not sure. (laughs) So one of those two things has to be true. That's not like a middle ground. Either incompetence or malice, only possible explanations. Secondly... The cryptocurrency market has integrated that scam so well into everything that it could collapse the entire fucking market. Jesus. Thirdly, 
a whole goddamn country has put has bet the fucking house on this Ponzi scheme and put it right at the heart of everything that they're doing. Or not everything they're doing, but on their bet for the future. Uh Uh-huh. That's going to be interesting. So, I am not a financial advisor. Wait, what? (laughs) Then give me my money back. Please don't follow the comments that I uh, make on this podcast full of dick jokes. But if you want to get into cryptocurrency, (laughs) there's a good chance it's going to be very cheap very soon. So, (laughs) Okay, hot tip for you. Not in any way necessarily. It's just going to get some angry letters. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get some... Long voicemails. As I've said before, I own some cryptocurrency. And if I was, and I have not sold on my feelings, even though I do feel like Tether could collapse the entire system. Because I have only put in money that I'm willing to lose. Yeah. And I invest in things that are, it's not even really invest. When it comes to crypto, I bet on projects that are interesting to me mm-hmm. and that means smart. it's totally safe not it's because i couldn't lose everything i probably will lose everything yeah, yeah. but i'm aware of that when i go <laughs> in and that's my only genuine financial advice and that means you will only cry a little exactly yeah or it'll shoot to the fucking oh also sorry <laughs> the laser eyes oh yeah i said i would come back to that the right. fucking president of el salvador Put laser eyes on his Twitter profile. Oh, no. He's fully in. He's on board with the scam. Yeah, this is the is, most fucking... He is on board. I don't know what the Illuminati conspiracy theorists of El Salvador are like, but if I was oh. one of them, <laughs> this would be the fucking jackpot. <laughs> like, when your president puts laser eyes on a official portrait and uploads it to fucking Twitter. You've got to go, I think, I don't know who's controlling it, but mm. someone is in control who shouldn't be. <laughs> but then again, if people did that, would Trump have been president? <laughs> if people maybe had that capacity. Maybe he's going to come out with laser eyes, you know. I mean, laser I mean, eyes would be the least on... of our fucking problems, wouldn't if, it? <laughs> if he hadn't been banned on Twitter, he would have laser eyes right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh my god. Oh, do you want to move on to the weeklies? I would love to. To the what? To the weekly. What the fuck? I love it so much. <laughs> Uh, what that only took almost a year to get that button. <laughs> it was so worth it. <laughs> the wait. The wait was worth it. I thought you were gonna say to get through that story, which would have also been fair. Which would uh, also be true. <laughs> 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 but also I will give you kudos for picking those stories and telling me that because I feel like a lot of the listeners would probably be uh, a more satisfactory person to tell these things to because the thing is that I think it's very interesting but my brain it it's, it like skips I think it like lacks some, and then I all of a sudden I 
I lose for and I pull I have to pull myself back in and I'm because then you say a word and then I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this. No, focus, focus, which is why I decided to skip some of the details on El Salvador. Felt like it was the moment. <laughs> I'm not worthy, David. <laughs> so if anyone like wants very... to know some more details about the volcano that uh, they're building, what's clearly a fucking Bond villain base in, uh, they're, they're building a base to mine cryptocurrency inside oh. a volcano. Because where else would you And do he's it? put laser eyes on... See, these people are fucking Bond villains. It's like, who says Marvel only has to be in the TV screen? Let's, let's fuck it up and, a little bit at home. Yeah, a billion more details about money laundering and all that sort of mm, fun stuff. Mm. But I just felt like... This is we not might, weekly what the fuck, we might no? We might die if if we try to go into money laundering today. <laughs> so that's... Uh, no, I can... I, I listen to, to people talk about that plenty we'll we'll save money laundering for another episode Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> another deep dive deep dive okay you want to go first with a story or uh i have there were so many weekly what the fucks this week or this fortnight that i haven't picked out a specific one any of them <laughs> no i, I li- i've just got like seven and then i feel like I don't know. Maybe you've got some of these. Maybe. Let me throw some I out and then see if because, you. Yeah. Did you see the woman who faked a pregnancy to both her boyfriends? No. And then had one kill the other with a what? toilet lid. What? How the fuck did I miss that one? Or did you see? Uh, this was sent in by a listener. That oh. Ukraine's inseparable couple who handcuffed themselves to each other 123 days ago to try and save their on and off again oh, relationship have split up uh, <laughs> after 123 days they are uh, can't they have re- anything nice yeah uh wow or the man in kenya who was arrested licking a female body inside the morgue all right, thank you for this week. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you I have so many more. There were so is... many weekly what the fucks this wow. this fortnight. Where did you look? Uh, I, honestly, I was like, I don't. Yeah, you're. Just <laughs> I didn't. I I looked everywhere you looked. I didn't look that many places. What about it... the Disney guest? Did you see anyone in at Disney? No. She tried to steal a cucumber, so she got off a moving roller coaster to steal a cucumber. Where the fuck did she get a cucumber from? It was in a bush next to the roller. Like, there was a plant next to the roller coaster. She saw a cucumber. She jumped off the ride and was like, I'm going to get that. And then fell out of the roller coaster when he, she was attempting to uh, to steal a cucumber. There were so so many weekly what the fucks this Mm. week that Mm. I just could not. People having fun, summer, people taking drugs. (laughs) People licking bodies. People, everything. Anyway, so So I I have have a couple for you. Okay. If you'll let me. 
hit me. So, uh, did you see the one about the humpback whale swallowing a lobster diver before spitting him out? I did. That was actually also sent to me by a listener. Oh, it was. Yeah. I like this one. Maybe let's not go into detail. Maybe, you know what? There's a little bit of detail that you should go into. Okay. You want a little bit of detail? Yeah. yeah, He was, he he thinks he was in the mouth of the, of the, um, of this whale for like 30 seconds. And he was still able to breathe through his scuba uh, respirator. Uh, and then the whale was like, oh, ew, what the fuck? And I'm pretty sure that's what it said. And um, just spat him out. And he was honestly fine. Like, very grateful to be alive and, like, totally blown away. But he honestly only dislocated his knee, which is insane. <laughs> Yeah. And so I mean, the the little bit of detail that I was I don't know if you saw this because it wasn't in the news articles but he his son did an interview on or an ask me anything on Reddit where anyone can ask really? a, like a collective interview with him so his son was like responding Real, to the questions but asking his dad Okay. Uh turns out he was in a plane crash where most people died like what? I can't remember what this guy has been in a plane crash and he had to hike to survival over three days and he's been fucking (laughs) swallowed by a whale. Like don't be near this guy unless you want to hope you're one of the survivors. Oh my God. And you can get a book deal out his life. There were a lot of things in this that made you go, well, this is clearly nonsense. He's clearly making all of this up and then proof would arrive 20 minutes later of an article about the plane crash and you go holy shit how is this his real life wow he is wild that is wild is is the correct word yes and he also said in that that he would uh i mean he was asked about are you going back in the water and he was like yeah but what's my life i'm going back in (laughs) immediately like he was just he didn't give a shit he was so ready to get swallowed by a second whale he was like dislocate Survived a plane crash and a whale. Bring on the fucking shark. Oh, Let's go, that boys. That is not me. He but then I wouldn't have gone wild. in the water in the first place. <laughs> like, I don't even want to go in the harbor here. I wouldn't even <laughs> bathe in the fucking ama. So, yeah. People living bravely. Good for you. Yeah. Very good for you. Um, that sounded a little bit resentful. I really mean it. Like, go, go do it. Live it. <laughs> Uh, I have a little one about um, this woman who was missing for 11 years. You probably watched this, saw this because you've seen everything, to- <laughs> apparently. Uh, I, she I went missing for 11 years, but found living secretly in house next door. <laughs> 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 what? I know. It's like... I we mean, clearly looked in different places because I, I mean, I did. <laughs> the whale story was sent to me, but this one I didn't. And there were so many this week. I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to pick. What? So it, how? What? Yeah. Uh, she was 18 years old from Ayalo village in Palakkad. It's India. Uh, yeah. 11 years ago. And which, uh, which state in India? You don't, I'm sorry. I, I, Is I, it? I I'm because terrible. We just, let's just, let's just hope it is. 
Because if we end on a story from Uttar Pradesh every every week, that's just it beautiful. did not look well. No, it's not. Okay. I don't it's think probably it's probably not. That's fair. But enough. Uh, she she was found living just 500 meters from her parents' home, spending the last decade in a room with the man she was in love with. While his parents shared the house with him, they were reportedly unaware of the woman's presence. Like this, this eleven years. Eleven years she was gone. I'm sorry, but the man she was in love with yeah. kept her hidden in his house. Like, like she. Are we getting any uh, Stockholm vibes here? Any Stockholm no, syndrome vibes No, but I think it was like they were in all? love, and they probably weren't allowed to get married for the parent, like from you know, and and they were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna be together." So. So let's I, honestly, hide in that's the house. The vibe next I got, door. I might be completely wrong from reading the article, but um, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I think that's what happened. It it said somewhere that she was just like watching TV and chilling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He he probably. Those parents are the world's worst hide and seek players. Wow, in they would fucking suck. history. Shit. Do you have any more weeklies? Uh none that I think. Well, I personally would say that Michael Packard, the uh, lobster diver swallowed by a whale, just because of his whole life, mm. he he wins. So he wins. You can you can win this week. Wow, you had so many good ones though. I know, but he's just a cool guy. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. He got a big reaction from awards. me, and it was even my story, and you had additional information. So I feel like this was a shared win. Uh, <laughs> I'll share it with you. You, you, can, you can have the credit. I don't, I don't want to steal it from you. You're like, oh my God, you're so it's a... I have nothing going for you. You can have this. <laughs> this is a prestigious it. award. <laughs> That these two dickheads give out weekly <laughs> to mm. each other. So I am, I am honored. It's about honored. as worthy as a Golden Globe, I would say. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, you might be right. On that note, mm-hmm. I guess, we as hope the you music had a bit of fun. gently peels mm-hmm. in, <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. And actually next week, rather than in two weeks. Also, apologies to our list. I've also had some feedback from some listeners that we should uh, be here. We're an essential part of. We're an essential part of their week, and they they can't survive without us. It's so nice. I feel really bad when something gets in the way, and like I feel, I feel terrible. And I, yeah, yes, we will keep going. We will give you your damn news. As the Lord intended. I don't know. (laughs) On that note, we appreciate you. And we will see you next week. Goodbye.